are we? You're in French City. No, we don't allow guns. Sentry said you were coming. I know you. You're famous. I was once. Sort of. Kind of. Not anymore. studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. I know that was like a tribute intro to Tom Petty, but I was like, eh, what do I feel like hearing right now? Plus, we were talking about the postman last week anyway, so might as well. It works. Drop it in. Can't just forget Tom Petty because he died. No. Got to keep coming back around. And they won't to let it. that Prince thing go either. I mean, every day there's an article coming out about we get it. Yes. He OD. We, we get it. We get it. Let the man he had, rest. He had drug issues. A lot of musicians tend to have drug issues. I don't know if you knew that, but that's not I necessarily seem to news. lead down that. 
I guess performing in front of, you know, tens of thousands of screaming fans and then walking back is like, you, you need to <laughs> do better than, like, you know, the Sunday morning paper. The adrenaline. To to right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to replace that adrenaline as a lot of them find. So, yeah, I right. just look forward to, like, 15 minutes of peace. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I'm, that, I'm exhausted even thinking about more. their life. Like, I, we yeah, sort right? of lived a little bit of the rock star life in that we packed up from city to city and went through that grind. Yeah, we did and, it in our 20s, too, right? and you, you have can. all the energy in the world. But, like, when you're the Rolling Stones, did you see, by the way, and, and welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, everybody, Nick and Drew back with you, episode morning, 51. Folks. Morning, yeah, we're doing this a little earlier than normal. So. Meaningless episode number 51. Right, we don't have any theme <laughs> for it. Next week is an, uh, marks a year. It's year. a special thing. Last week was 50. This well, week we'll is do just... our best for you, folks. You know, you might get a gem. Trivia comes every week. You might get so. a gem. Who knows? Oh, I, I got plenty, plenty of, of gems. Plenty of interesting things to talk about uh, in, in episode 51, I feel like. This will be one of those hidden ones. Be sure. Like, sure. Go, back, go, back, go and... back and listen to 51. Yeah, it's like when you didn't feel like driving in Nebraska because Fish was playing like in New York City and then Philly three days later. It's and absolutely it was like right. the throwdown was going to be oh, in Nebraska. Oh, why did you guys do that? Missouri? They played Missouri. Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> they do that like in Utah, one one like random. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the day after Halloween. Sure. You and know, they were so just like, oh, here, like here's a show for, for Chicago absolute Halloween show. For, for those not knowing what we're talking the about, the band Fish, who plays a different show every single night, and, and fans literally will chase them all over the world to hear their best show, and you never know when it's going to hit. There's every chance you could get left with, you know, good show. And but then to, every so often, they And just to they sum have up these... what Drew means by a different show every night, they played last summer, Madison Square Garden, 13 shows Baker's over the dozen. course of two and a half weeks. Something like that, yep. They didn't repeat a song A single once, song. And they brought the house down every night. Did so, you... like, what other band could uh, do that? It's, None, it's right? almost impossible. Like, Did you a... hear Metallica talking about that? Did I ever show you the video of Metallica? No. So Metallica, no Metallica records their uh, jam sessions, like, uh, their practice sessions, right? Okay. For, like... Fans of like Metallica extra or you know you know right. some which I can see that being idea. appealing. Yeah, sure. Fans. If you if you have a special pass and you could tune into Metallica practicing, that seems pretty cool. Yeah, or if you're a fan of any of these studio albums, I mean, right. what do you get a studio album once every two or three years? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you want to see anything. what they're up to. So you know they do a lot of obviously talking and kind of catching up in between that because it's a job for all of them. So they talked about the Fish residency, and he's like, "Did you see what Fish did?" And they asked Lars. He's like, "No, no, no. He's what? He's like, thirteen shows at MSG." Over two weeks, they didn't repeat a song. And the large just started cracking up laughing. He goes, yeah. we couldn't get through two and a half. No. <laughs> like, no. You, that's Metallica folks who've been around forever. Can, yeah. I yeah. mean, maybe Springsteen could get five shows out, four. Yeah. But they're going to be filled with garbage if he doesn't do a single <laughs> oh, read. Get all that I mean, post uh Post born in the USA stuff. Oh, I mean, you could he could easily do it. It's just a matter of like, could he do it the way Fish? Could you do bring it? the house down? Right, that's no. the Fish can bring the, the house difference. down on night thirteen with a completely unique. And what's know, crazy is like they could have gone even more. Oh, there sure. There was still stuff left on the table. There was, but not that much. At, nah, at that it was, point, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty was, well represented. Pretty represented. I don't think anybody yeah. was like, oh, man, they didn't really Dog let it all log. out there. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let it all hang out there. No, they, they pretty much let it all hang out there, folks. So uh, I'll start you off with a uh, rock and roll trivia question here. Which 1984 film directed by Rob Reiner satir- uh, satirizes the wild behavior of musical pretensions of rock bands? I forget the exact quote, but it's like, 
do these things go to 11? <laughs> spinal Tap. This is Spinal this Tap. This is Spinal Tap, one of the all-time great uh, pieces of... It's so bad, it's Remember good. That album cover? It's so bad, it's great. Remember that album cover? Yeah. 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 Oh, that, that, that black album cover. <laughs> There's so much absurdity in that, but I love it. I absolutely love it. What else you got? Well, since we're talking about music, I'll, I'll throw this one to you. What soft drink shares its name with a 1966 song done by Donovan? What soft drink? Mellow Yellow. Yes, Mellow they Yellow. They call it Mellow Yellow. I missed the Donovan bus altogether. I mean, I... There's a great Donovan. There's one great Donovan song. Are you going to say Hurdy Gurdy Man? Nope. Nope. Okay. You want it? Because I just hate that name, Hurdy Gurdy Man. Hurdy Gurdy. <laughs> yeah. What's the great Donovan song? Play a little name that tune. See if I can get it. Pretty sure he's got three songs that I know of. Mellow Yellow, Hurdy Gurdy Man. I think there's one other, but I, I can't come up with it off the top of my head. All right. This is always the problem with uh, Quizzo because we're we're looking for it at the same time. We're doing a show because we don't pre-produce these things. But I just want to see if we got... Uh... Yeah, it's crazy. Like, how is that not in his top ten on Spotify, it may be that that song's just not part of Spotify, which happens sometimes based on ownership. And yeah, like for some reason, I don't think Bob Seger lets his stuff get streamed. That's smart. You'd be the one guy. Yeah. All right, Bob. No, I'm gonna go <laughs> buy your albums. I haven't bought a CD in 15 years, but for Bob Seger, I'll make the. <laughs> See, because I didn't buy his greatest hits already in the 90s. But that's why we have uh, the wonderful world of YouTube folks where all you have to do is skip right. after four right, like seconds. All you're doing is inconveniencing me yes. to steal it somewhere else. This is my favorite Donovan song. Is it cowbell? Oh, it's a cowbell. Consult uh, Pat Monahan who trained on these li- the lyrics. <laughs> so this is called Ricky Tiki Tabby. Yep. And that's referring to the Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. There was your trivia question buried in there. Yes. When I was a young man, I was led to believe there were organizations to kill my snakes for me. I.e. the church, I.e. the government, I.e. school. But when I got a little older, I learned to have to kill them myself. I said, I'm going to get a ricky ticket, 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 what mollusk shares I love the name. word mollusk. Well, I love mollusks. <laughs> Very delicious. <laughs> Maybe my favorite food group. First. <laughs> I guess crustaceans would be Crustacean. my favorite. That's my favorite food group. Mollusks is number two. Beef, number three. Does Ween do something about mollusks? Do they? There, there's something mollusk. mollusk in there? Yeah, there's something mollusk related to the band Ween. Uh, somebody's got a shirt that says Ween is not a jam band. <laughs> which, oh, yeah. yeah, which I like. I <laughs> cracked me up. Um, stop, uh, stop following Ween, jam banders. Uh, not a jam band. No. Um, hmm. <laughs> I'm 
thinking. You want a clue? That's not even much of a clue. Squid. This is a world famous watch. Like this, it's the Mariner. No. Uh, God, I'm so bad. Like I could name. It's a type of Rolex. Oh, it's a it. type of Rolex. Okay, yes. so my head was in the company name, right, and right. I was that's, not there. That's what I, yeah, to no, lead no, you I to. wouldn't know. So it's like a Rolex. This. Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense because you're thinking of uh, it being waterproof, right? So it's the Oyster. Oh, okay. The Rolex Oyster. Yeah, that was the first world's first waterproof. Watch. See, I don't want that. I, I don't like the, the the sound oyster. It smells like when I think of oysters, I I have a. You don't scent. think of like something that's enclosed no, the, the Rolex and waterproof. Pearl. Yeah, well, there you go. Would have been like inside a better oyster, name because yeah. that's inside the oyster and that doesn't smell. Yeah, that is <laughs> see a what world see what I'm saying? Watcher. That's right. why they should have had me branding things instead of whoever they hired. The Rolex tuna sandwich. Right. That's <laughs> precisely. I'll pass on that. The Rolex Cuban panini. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get something that's totally. Uh... This is all right. This is a. Uh... I, I, I suppose Animal Kingdom meets uh, meets the the greater trivia world here, and okay. I, I, I I'd be honest in saying I didn't see this movie because I couldn't possibly imagine how there's any shot I could like it. To me, it literally is the defined version of torture. If you said go to this movie and sit here and watch this happen for two hours on screen, was it released after 2015? I feel like any movie I see now, I don't like it. So what book made into an Oscar-winning film featured a tiger named Richard Parker? Oh, right. Life of Pi. Life of Pi. I did see it. And? It's It's pretty good. You could sit and watch a dude with a tiger on a boat for two hours? because it's, um, I don't know, it's it's imaginative. It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, it was all right. I'm willing to get, I. It's not two hours on the boat. It is a story of how they get to the boat. You would think. Yeah. You would hope. It was decent. It was okay. decent. Because, like, Castaway for me was tough. Oh, when he starts talking to Wilson. And I just That was a tough movie to get through. You know what I mean? On so many different levels. Then he gets back, and his wife is remarried. And Boy, like, I love how you lob me up these segues, though. How about this one? Who is playing Fred Rogers in You Are My Friend? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yes. Gonna play Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. That, is there a what more casting? perfect person? I know, finally, something oh. I can get excited to see Tom Hanks in. It's true. Is there a dark side Dying. to Mr. Rogers? Or what no. are we getting? Is it Mr. just a Rogers good... is like the greatest dude ever, right? Right. So I hope that's what we're looking at because <laughs> I don't want to see like <laughs> yeah, Tom yeah. Hanks and then it's like, and oh, then the lights my go chi- off. Oh, ruin my childhood and then if Tom I find Hanks out that. Tom Hanks deals with deep depression as Mr. Rogers, the alcoholic. No, no, no. I don't think we're getting that. All right. So this is a good Tom Hanks trivia question. Do you know what television show he played an alcoholic on? Tom Hanks? Yes. Bosom Buddies? No. So he got a role oh, on a television show, oh, 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 but it was after Bosom Buddies. You're, okay. He wasn't a main character, right? No. He was not a main character. Like he was like the neighbor He's that the lived. the brother of a main character. Okay. Wow. I, flashback. You're having a yeah, flashback. And I you're totally like, forgot about this. Yeah. Jeez, what show was that? That was in the the day and age of teach your kids lessons about life through sitcoms because, like, you know, 15 minutes, then something goes awry, and then they get it all <laughs> solved in the end. <laughs> right, and it's like the perfect family, but there's the alcoholic uncle or something yep, like that. Yep, that's exactly right. He's the alcoholic uncle in the perfect family. That'd oh, probably be the best way to describe it. I really have no – not going anywhere. I got nothing. He's in Family Ties. Wow. Family Ties. He I plays, didn't remember that. He plays Meredith Baxter Bernie's brother. 
who's an alcoholic, and he's like the fun uncle, and everyone loves him. But the dark but side. Dark side. Yep. And that's what I don't want to see out of Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no, no. I <laughs> don't really me, don't think we're going to. Don't give me the dark side of Mr. Rogers. Just keep it all happy. Because I did love him. That guy was awesome. Oh, yeah. Do you know what cartoon now does Mr. Rogers? Like kids' cartoons based on the neighborhood of Mr. Rogers? And oh, all they that have stuff? that going still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I mean, no, I haven't seen it. Your kids are probably a little bit past it, but my daughter grew up loving it. But it's uh, Daniel Tiger's neighborhood. Okay, never. So yeah, Daniel Tiger that. like lives in Mister Rogersville, and he's got like Prince Wednesday and King Friday. And oh, okay. All the same characters and whatever. Oh, I used to love that. What was that? The Land of Make Believe. Land they of Make Believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Get it on the train. That was my favorite. <laughs> get me to the <laughs> Land of Make Believe and out of this world. Uh, uh, since we're talking about it, you got the longest running children's program in history. What is the longest-running children's program in history? Are we at Sesame Street? Yeah. It's All not right. even close, man. It Should goes be. back to 1969. And yeah. It's still, it's still running strong. What are we on? Season 50? Yeah, I work with somebody who works on Sesame Street. Do you know that? Like on uh, the DirecTV show? No. Yeah, so she's in charge of international Sesame Streets. So she coordinates the the version of Sesame Streets all over the world. So apparently there's 160 countries Okay. That run Sesame Street in their own native language and everything else, and they've That's got impressive. it all. Yeah, so like there's a Brazil Sesame Street kids grow up with, and an Indonesian Sesame Street, and her job is coordinating the like disseminating the information from Sesame Street in New York City to all of those different Sesame Streets around the world. A phenomenal show. I mean, oh. still, I, I love when my kids watch it. Yeah, even so they don't seem to be as into it as no. But just anywhere you could get positive lessons and and not like. Pictures about meth. I'm pretty happy. Actually, with like at this the, point. whoever does the music for Sesame Street does a great job. Like the songs are good, they're catchy. Upbeat, yeah, and positive. I like when they have the artists come yeah. on and rearrange their songs. And like, yeah. my like fa- Will I Am does a great Sesame Street my, song. My, I can't think of what it is. My favorite but... one was so. Remember, I was a fan of Toad the Wet Sprocket, and they right? uh, in the '90s toured with Hootie and the Blowfish, which, by the way, was the show to go see at that oh, point. I, I, I saw. If it. you're in 1994. Or five. Hootie. Yeah, I'm thinking I saw it in 95. Yeah, Hootie's big time. So Glenn, uh, the lead singer of Toad the West Rocket, used to bust on uh, Darius Rucker uh, and his uh, Sesame Street performance. And he did – he would go do a cover of the song Let Her Cry, except the whole thing was Sesame Street style. So it was Letter Y. And oh, the letter Y? Letter Y. And he did, like, the whole song yeah, those are great. with different those, lyrics those or whatever else. that they do on Sesame Street are great. Yeah, that's uh, that good stuff. All right, so I'm going to give you uh, another general knowledge question before we move on to the world of sports. Lots to get to because we got some uh, very exciting sports weeks here. What romance novel cover model was the longtime spokesman for I Can't Believe It's Not Butter? What romance novel cover model was the longtime spokesman for Fabio? Yes, Fabio. Fabio. What a life! Is there anybody in the world who has had a life like Fabio? No. I mean, can you even imagine for a second? (laughs) Romance novel cover guy. (laughs) Guy's the best. Like he just. Hey, can you put your shirt on, please? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, I have a pair of top Fabio, on, uh, AD, Fabio does uh, not wear shirts. Fabio like went away quickly though. The the uh, it was like was, the he, the I can't believe it's not butter ad, and then it he was lives just on gone. in my mind. Nowadays he would be on. I'm surprised he's not on Dancing with the Stars. Did he did he do that already? Do you know what his last name is? Think it's not him? Fabio. No, it's not Fabio. Fabio. He's got such a great Italian last name. Yeah, too. I was say like Di Lorenzo or oh, I think I just. 
pissed. How old is Fabio, you think? And where is he from? This is this has turned into a whole thing now. You see what you get in episode 51? You get Fabio? <laughs> you get not just Fabio. Fabio has turned into Colin Quinn. Let's see him. Colin Quinn with long hair is now <laughs> Fabio. Uh, Am I wrong? So Fabio, I'm going to guess, is 55. He's 59. Okay. I'm about to hit 60. Fabio Lanzoni. Okay. That is. <laughs> and I, I'll guess he's from, uh, what is he, uh, Southern Italian? So give him Naples. Go Naples. Milan. Oh, okay. So more uh, of the Northern. Yep, yep. Fashion capital of the world. Two most famous soccer teams in Italy that share a stadium are AC Milan. Right. Know about that. And uh, International uh, Inter Milan. Right, two, right. Two teams. So they're like Inter the Milan. Jets and Giants that share the San Siro, which is like the mecca of Italian football. So if you want to go be to the nicest stadium, and then Roma's the good, Ciro. right? Yeah, Roma's fantastic. Yeah. You know, they're Roma, Juventus are, um, uh, Juventus is in Florence. And they're like okay. the Italian giants. And there's two teams in Florence, too, Fiorentina and right. Juventus, and they're our rivals. I think I'm going to root for Juventus. Yeah, they're massive. <laughs> I'm Fiorentina because they're purple. Ah. So <laughs> that's uh, La Viola is what they call them. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Throw one back in. Do you want to move on to let's, – let's move on to uh, sports. This okay. one, unless you got any really – I mean, do you want to tell me what New Orleans street lost its streetcar service in 1948? What New Orleans street? Desire Street? Yeah. <laughs> no, just put that together good. Uh, Stanley Kowalski. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I actually almost didn't name my daughter. Because of that. Because of that. Yeah. So I'm like, how annoying people, is that going to be? People are going to be. But it's so dated at this point that barely anyone even remembers that's, it. That's true. Like, you know, you're, she's not going to grow up but, with a bunch of kids going, oh, Stella. But I feel like it's like one of those things. Like, we were talking about a guy who we know who's got a name that is famous, but right. it's not him. And right. like, do you even mention it? No. You don't even mention it. No, you don't even Because you know it's just lame and the guy's heard it a hundred times. Right, a million it's, times. That's how Stella, I feel like people don't even do it. No. Because they're like, oh, how many times have you? People did it, but like on sitcoms in 1985, to be funny. Right. Like 30 years ago. Right. Like now, people wouldn't even get the reference. It's just funny, though, the reference is that famous. It actually teetered on naming a child mm -hmm. after it because I'm like, can sure. I put well, up with that? I mean, look what pop culture does to, to names. I mean, we talked about Caitlin's rapid drop. Plummeting. <laughs> right. So when it didn't happen for no reason? No, it happened because a former Olympic male athlete went transgender and took that name. Took that name, and now people are don't want to be associated with it because they're. Well, whatever. you're a, you're an Andrew, so when Hurricane Andrew hit, did oh that, yeah, yeah, that was like uh, I have a friend named Sandy that, that who lives in, in that hit in 1992. Like, oh, yeah, did yeah. you have to name oh, it? It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I was 13. I was like, great, it's awesome. Appreciate that. Um, all right, let's move on to sports. I'm trying to – there's so much to get to when you get to this week because we are the Ugh. week before the Final Four. Dude, my, my bracket made it to overtime on Sunday and, then, and got busted. But it, That was such a tough game to lose, but at the same time it the wasn't. The ball was on the rim. I know. I when know. the ball is on the rim. But you know what I love? I love that everyone universally hates Grayson Allen. He is just oh, the most I know, and now hated. And now I can hate him. He is just you know? the most <laughs> hated cool. kid why is he so hated, Nick? Why? What did he do? Because you just, just want to slap him in the face. Because that look. <laughs> yeah. Because he it's just looks cocky. like one of those lacrosse players that yeah. got accused of uh, roofing 
somebody. Well, no, it's because he started kicking people and tripping, and he's a dirty player. And, ah, he's such a little. And he soul. Couldn't hit a three down the stretch. That's a, was like, he was like two like, why for are you nine. Shooting threes still. Two for nine. Oh, people love watching. Him oh, it fail. is. Fu- it is funny excited. too. When Duke gets knocked out, as I turn to my wife, I'm like, "Well, the one thing that is funny is just like." Not one tear is being shed right oh, now, no. except for me. I've, like, never, like I've never rooted for Kansas in the, anything, the and I was like, come on, Kansas! country is pleased right now, except for Duke fan. Uh, yeah. And then there was, like, that horrible call, <laughs> and you're like, you can't even, if you're a Duke fan, you can't even say anything, because you've gotten so many calls. It's like, you know, what's worse than listening to a Duke fan be like, we didn't get a call, you know? You know what the name of the uh, tree in Augusta named after a president is? Yes, I do. It's the Eisenhower. The Eisenhower tree. tree. Yeah. There you go. So we got that coming up. That's one of those things we forgot to mention when we talk about the great stuff in sports that's right around the corner. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like, next week. Yeah, there's nothing better than that whole spring training is over. There's nothing better than when Easter day. lands on Sunday at the Masters. It's not happening this year. Yeah, that's but that is the greatest. Amen corner yeah. takes on a different right now. Easter between the two, the Final Four and the Championship game. Your question this week about who's the favorite from Vegas changed mid question. Somebody goes, "Oh, odds shifted. Now it's not Tiger anymore." <laughs> oh, so who's the who's the betting new betting favorite? I, I don't know. I mean, it was oh back maybe and Bubba because Bubba just uh, I don't know if he Bubba won Watson? that. Yeah. Wow, good for him. Yeah, he's playing good golf. That's fantastic. Um, all right, you got one for me? I'll yeah, what there. what sports venue, okay, mm-hmm. was nicknamed the eighth wonder of the world when it opened? The Astrodome, the Houston Astrodome. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. So in 1960, what, five or so, that sure. was that was the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> We've already leveled it. Oh, <laughs> it was a dump. <laughs> it's amazing how it time passes. It's funny, because there was a, a great movie, uh, the Bad News Bears, the first episode, the first Bad News Bears was a legendary movie. Yes. Fantastic. They made a second one. Right. Right. Not good. No. Terrible. And on that second one, the 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 movie is basically these kids get in a van driven by the kid who is should be an adult. Right. Right. Who looks like an adult, but isn't like Kelly, whatever it was. Yeah. And he drives them to Houston for like a a game against uh like an all-star game against somebody. I don't even know. Maybe it was the Japanese. I have no idea. But along the way, they play this, like, team in Texas that's, like, on a dirt field with, like, rocks for bases and just, like, you know, the worst community you've ever seen. And the kids got their butts handed to them, right? And they came in all cocky. But, like, the local team, that's what the Astrodome turned into. (laughs) It basically shifted from... Uh, yeah, the, like people the are getting wonder injured because right, there was too. rips in the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly it right. Like it's falling total. apart uh, at the hilt. So I, I thought the Bad News Bears did a good job of previewing the, the, the eighth wonder of the world has been leveled for over a decade. Goodbye, out and out. All right, um, this is uh, an interesting one. One of this is one of my favorite characters in sports history. But how good a player he is is kind of to be determined. Like he to me. No, that's a oh. he, he was a terrible <laughs> player. Great announcement, terrible player. But great broadcast. The thing about this guy is, he's one of those guys that had a great run at a very short period of time. But the Maris? Long, but the longevity wasn't there. It's football. You're in the wrong spot. Okay, but it was football. But he's just like he'll Gale never Sears. he'll never not be known because of the kind of personality he was. And I think to an extent, like Namath was a lot like that. 
right? Like Namath, yeah, well, Namath didn't got have into the that Hall great of a career. He's got more interceptions than touchdowns, touchdowns right. in and, his career. But he had that one magical period where he was just the man. And like this was this guy. And but he was the first no AFC one, quarterback to win a Super Bowl. He, no one will talk about this guy going into the Hall of Fame. There will be no conversations about it at all. Uh, so here's the question for you. What future NFL quarterback wore sunglasses for his 1977 Utah high school yearbook photo? All right, yeah. So Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon. And absolutely, right, he always it looks cool because he's always got the shades on. Coolest guy you've ever seen right. in your life. He was like Mr. Chicago Bear, quarterback of the '85 Bears, and the best QB'd defense that ever. Def- right. He Q- he QB'd that defense enough where he had Walter Payton. Right. right. He didn't have to yeah do anything. He had a great team around him, but he was just average. He was you know I think he was at BYU. So he's a Utah guy uh, through and through. Yeah, but, but sometimes these guys, you just get lucky and you're in the right place at the right time with the right system. But it's funny, too, because like... Didn't for... Rex Grossman go to a Super Bowl yes, with the Bears? lost. But he did go. He did go. He did go. Remember how that That's game opened unbelievable. up? unbelievable. Remember what the first play of that game was? Devin Hester to the house. To the house. And yep. that was it. Right? <laughs> it was the Peyton Manning show yeah. in the rain in Miami from that point forward. But uh, Was that the Prince one? Yeah. Maybe. That was yeah, the Prince pur- Purple halftime. Rain. Yep. Best halftime Super Bowl show uh, he's, ever. He's just was incredible. Uh, Jimmy Fallon was Purple talking on Stern. Rain. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon was talking on Stern how like uh, they did that 40th anniversary of Saturday Night Live where like all yeah. the came, people came back. I and remember Prince that. was there. He's like, I was DJing the night like as a human. I was like pulling bands like and people and be like, all right, you're going up next. You're going up next. You're. Go-. He's like creating his own personal playlist. He's like, I got to Prince, and you never know with Prince. You know. Prince could just literally say, like, turn the lights off. I'm just going to play it quiet. So, like, he, he's such a artist. artist. Yeah, you he, never he's know. like, he looked at me, he goes, Jimmy, I'm going to give it to you tonight. And he did, like, four songs, and it was all the biggest hits, and it oh, ended man. with Let's Go Crazy. That's awesome. And he's like, Jimmy's like, that was the greatest moment. Yeah, there's nobody entire... that can throw, like, a four-song No, like, especially, down, like, like, now it's two in the morning, popular, and people everybody have seen him, and he's been ages, hanging out, and, right. like, all these different artists have gone up, and they've said, and it's like, and now all of a sudden, like, Prince is like, dearly beloved. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, Tear that was, place. oh, he, Tear, he, he's place, like, he, he goes, it. It will never get better than that in no, my yeah, life, uh, that, that moment where he's doing Let's Go Crazy to close that four-song set, where it's all hits. Will I ever tell you about the time I saw Prince live? No. So. <clears throat> I never got my, to. That's me and my a, buddy are a... going to uh, Camden. Okay. To see some kind of, you know, garbage concert of pop music with two girls. Sure. So the four of us are, get to Camden. And maybe the radio was on. I don't even know how it went down. But somehow it was like, hey, Prince, tonight at uh, the Wachovia Center. So like, why are we going to see? So we dropped the girls off at whatever concert. We dropped them off? We dropped them off at whatever <laughs> concert because we probably didn't have tickets to it or whatever. You know, we're just going along with them. And we're going to get tickets there. So, yeah, we dropped the girls off in Camden, go to Philly, get to Philly, end up getting 16th row oh on God. the floor uh, for Prince. How'd he do? It was un. It was just unbelievable. He was incredible. Yes, and when you're like not even expecting it, yeah, like it was just, just yeah. But it was like you know probably thirty songs, all the hits. He's jumping off the piano. Oh. He's bringing women up on stage. Oh. They're losing their minds. And it was just there's nobody like him. I think in in my for my money, he's the most unifying figure ever. In other words, like you can yeah, everybody cross. loves him. There's nobody yeah. that's like over sixty, Prince. under thirty. <laughs> Doesn't matter. 
from anywhere. I could still play that for my daughter, and she goes crazy. She's like, oh, yeah, he's fantastic. So, Well, that trio, all born in the same year, all, all 1958, was uh, Michael Jackson, Madonna, and Prince. And that was one hell of a productive <laughs> <laughs> group of hit makers. It's, it's, it's amazing how Madonna is basically like the absolute dog in that that race. Yeah, but like, I remember the, the one thing I can say about Madonna, and this is just – you know, you got to go back to 1996. I'm freshman in college, mm-hmm. and you probably remember this when you're in those little classes. What, what were they called? Not when you're in the big 300 class, but you have that like once a week you'd meet in. The, oh uh, yeah, those se- sessions, those breakout recessi- sessions. Uh, I, I forgot what they're called. But so, so anyway, you know, yep. you're down to like 25 kids in the class, and it's like you know, you go around the room and you introduce yourself. You say something that. about yourself. Sure. All right, so say there was 30 kids in a class. Be like, 50, hey, I'm Drew. I'm socially awkward. There's yeah. 15 of, you know, there's 50. See, I always love those. I don't know why. But anyway, so there's 15 <laughs> girls in the class, and you go around. The first girl goes, uh, I, oh, you say somebody you admire. Right. So it was like, where are you from? Something about yourself and somebody <laughs> you admire. So the first girl says Madonna. Okay. Okay. All 15 girls in the class. Right. Said Madonna. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Yeah, I believe 15 it. out of 15. Not one person wanted to deviate from, from Madonna. Madonna. They were That's they were how all about loved it. she was yeah. in in No, uh, I believe that. I in mean, the she, 90s. She's she was huge. impressive. All right, uh you got any other sports questions or you want to move on to uh some geography history? I here? got something just let's throw this in here only because I barely ever get a good hockey question for you. So Yeah, and that's like the opposite of This is a great one though. This is okay. this is a great all-time hockey trivia question. Who was the first father and son combo to win NHL MVP awards? The first father-son combo. Go with the Hulls. Yes. Bobby Bobby and Brett Brett Hull. Pretty impressive to be an MVP and then your son. Brett, uh, you know, when he started out, the odds that he would ever come close to Bobby Hull is like damn near impossible. But Brett kind of held his own his whole life. You know, they're... The great thing about Brett Holt is like he almost made hockey exciting for me. I love not him. hockey, fan. yeah, but like having a. An, an I rooted for the St. Louis Blues, and right. I didn't even like. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, no, Brett Holt was. They hold a cool distinction about the team that's made the playoffs, and I wonder if the Spurs have gotten there. But at one point, the team in America, you know, North American Pro Sports, that made the playoffs the most consecutive years was the St. Louis Blues, and they never they win made anything. it for like twenty something straight years. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, now I'm thinking the Spurs have got close. They're like an afterthought. When was the last time you heard any? Are they even in the city anymore? Yeah, did they they move? move? (laughs) Seriously, I'm not even sure. No, they're there. Okay, that's good for them. But But that's how insignificant. Yeah, Yeah. no, it really is. Um, All right, let's move on to uh, some geography history. I'll throw uh, the first one your way. Uh, What is the geographical term for a narrow strip of land connecting two larger land areas? This is one of those words I hate. It just doesn't come off the tongue, right? Yeah. Is it isthmus? Yeah. Yeah. I S T H. Isthmus. Isthmus. It's an isthmus. Isthmus. A horrible name. Have you seen my baseball? That's an isthmus. Yeah. And nobody uses that in regular terms. Like, what was the last time you were with somebody? They were like, "All right, you want to go see that isthmus? Yeah, this isthmus. You want to see this isthmus this week? You want to go? You want to go? You want to go paddle boarding off in isthmus?" You know, it's so funny. I used the word peninsula yesterday <laughs> in conversation. I did. I did. I was at uh, Birch Grove. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, hiking through, and I got to get my daughter to CCD by four o'clock. Right. And it's like three fifty-two, and um, 
And I'm like, it's a peninsula. Turn around because, you know, it's surrounded <laughs> right, by right water. water. So I had to backtrack all the way down this trail. Oh, but man. my exact name was like shouting back going, it's a peninsula. It's a peninsula. Then, like, yeah, that's like the like, only time I've ever used that term. Like I've never ever. come across the word conflagration. No, like, I didn't even I, know that I was used, a word. Right. It's a large, widespread fire. Right. Okay. So and I learned it like during my SAT studies. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I've never managed it like, you know, that's a conflagration of things. No. Like, no. no. It just it's never come up. Right. There's a lot of words that don't need to be there. That's, that's my. Uh... All right. So give me the vegetable named for a European capital city. Vegetable. Brussels. Yeah, Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, unless there's another one that I'm missing. That is an underrated vegetable. Oh, Brussels sprouts. Have you ever had the vagabond Brussels sprouts, dude? Yeah, it must have with been maybe two or three years ago. They came up with like these, thai these chili awesome sauce. Brussels sprouts, and I feel like I'm getting them more and more. Oh just my god, awesome Brussels sprouts! So, uh, shout out to Vagabond in Atlantic City. If you ever go there for an appetizer, get the Thai chili Brussels sprouts. They're awesome, unbelievable. They're like pan fried or not fried, but pan sautéed with this Thai chili sauce. Oh my god! Well, if That's... I'm going to Vagabond, I am. Eyeing up that spicy California burger. Oh, what have you about... ever had a burger from there? They get their dude, of course, those brioche buns. Dude, have from you New ever York? had oh, a God. Spartan doughboy from there? No. Nah. <laughs> all right, you'll die. I'm just letting you all know this right now. Like, if you eat these every single day, you will die. Okay, okay? what is it? Sooner. It's got a brioche bun. <laughs> it's way better than that. So it's an incredible cheeseburger with a slice of pork roll on top, put in a. Um, you ever had like chicken pot pie? Yeah, wrapped in like a chicken pot pie wrap, and tightly, I don't know if I can even picture that. Tightly like, closed, so so chicken pot pie has got like a flaky crust. Right, so it's a full flaky crust around that burger, cheese, and pork roll. Okay. So you literally cut into it like it's a pie, like a pot pie. Right, and it's wow, that's something. It is like nothing. It's I a love those Spartan they serve the burgers on that like wood plank. And then the fries, you get like the and actual the basket. basket that they dip them in. Yeah, yep. that's a good. That's a good look. And the uh, I don't know if you ever had their pulled pork nachos. But... Oh, I've had everything there because the, I've hosted, the I've hosted pork Quizzo on a nacho. personally there for like five years. So at, you can imagine. Yeah, I've been a nacho uh, aficionado for the last 20, 25 years. That's nacho cheese. And somebody decided to put pulled pork on nachos, and it was like, wow, oh, this, that works. This was where has this been? This my was whole smart. Life? This was smart. Um, all right. I'm going to give you this one. Uh, this is like right into the heart of Trivia 101, but I just don't want the world to ever forget that this happened. So premature fake news. Uh, take note. But do you know who was declared the winner of the 1948 presidential election by mistake? Dewey. Yes. Thomas, Thomas Dewey. Dewey. Thomas Dewey beats Truman. 1948 Chicago Tribune mistakenly printed that headline and has never lived down. Can you imagine, like, well, finding out the paper. next day? My my favorite paper headline ever. We were living in Philadelphia. I, I don't even think I've ever told the story on the Quizzo Trivia podcast, but we were during we were living in Philadelphia during the Bush Gore yeah. uh, presidential election. Right. Yeah. So, remember, right down the street, they. Uh, so yeah, they, we had the inaugural thing on July Fourth that we saw Bush speak at. So, but uh, you know, before that, six months before that, during the election, <clears throat> my morning routine would be to wake up and go get coffee on South Street, get something to eat. So we went there uh, the next day after the election. Nothing had been decided yet. Remember, it went. Yeah, we stayed up all night. night yeah, and... it was like still nothing. Yeah. And it turned out it was what, months or whatever it was. But, but I do um, remember saying, "I'm glad that it's Bush's uh, brother 
is the governor of Florida. Like, if you needed one, if you needed like one guy at the time, it's like yeah, his yeah. brother is the governor of that state. I think this is gonna go his way. <laughs> his more way. than likely, yeah. that'd be my guess. So uh, we get down to the to the newspaper stand, and the headline of the Philadelphia paper there, and it was the best genius headline ever in huge letters. It just said Nader loses. Exclamation point! <laughs> if he doesn't know, yeah, Ra- Ralph Nader was like the Ralph, Green Party yeah. candidate. Nader loses. Nader loses. Who runs like every year? Every year, <laughs> like gets two percent of the vote. Yeah, what is Nader? He wrote a book. He was like a consumer, oh, consumer reports, reports advocate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just about how big business uh, Nader loses. Every, awesome. Right. So I was that always stuck with me. Uh, all right, throw one back at me, and then we could uh, wrap things up here with the entertainment round. Which of the seven wonders of the ancient world was built first? Which was built first of the seven? The pyramids are the oldest. Yes. Yeah. By by talk about construction, they're still around. The only ancient wonder still around. That's why people are like aliens built built that. There's no way humans built that. I'll tell you, it's a compelling argument. (laughs) How do we build those things way back then? It's it's more than a compelling argument. There's just a lot we don't know. Just the geometry on how perfect. There's a lot we don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) who knows? All right, so this is one of my favorite ones, and uh, it's funny because it's transitioned from Vagabond. We, We have somebody that actually went to this university at Vagabond, but what state would you find Austin P. State University in? One of the weirdest names. I don't know if it was a person. I don't know what he did. Austin P. I just assume that Stephen F. Austin and Austin P. They are not are the same Texas. school. <laughs> but they should. Anything with Austin should yeah, be I'm in Texas. I'm just assuming, but you got me. It is in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is the fifth largest town in Tennessee. Okay. I could name the top four. Yeah, that you can <laughs> since we were just there. Nashville, Memphis, yep. Knoxville, Chattanooga. There you go. Clarksville. In that order. Uh, who who even knew? So, yeah, founded in 1927. Is that the Clarksville of the famous song? Oh, no, that's Clarkstown. The last train to Clarksville? I don't Is know. Is the last train to You know the monkey song? Nope, I don't. Uh, I, I, I know think it's uh, Midnight Train to Georgia. Nah. Yeah, do you think that the Clark's Austin P. Oh. Stephen F. Austin battle is Stephen F. Austin even in Texas? I have no idea. Just assumed. Let's find out. Well, he was definitely a person, father of Texas. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It certainly makes sense yeah. that his university was in. Yeah, felt more confident about that. Yeah, that that would uh, Stephen F. Austin State University is. It's also in. A, it's also a team you're. Uh, brother jamie roots yes for, so i assume they're in texas yeah it's uh nacodoxious texas yeah he was around when Stephen f austin made that like one run they made in the tournament yeah so i had to listen to texas going off about oh the bracket good bracket, guy. At, at bracket guy no Stephen f austin come on come on <laughs> come on <laughs> i love it texas texas yeah the people in texas are I think, I, just, I think we just discovered why your dog is so noisy because your dog grew up in the same house as your brother Jamie. It's true. So if you wanted to get noticed, you, you had to be, to be louder, louder than Jamie. Than Jamie. <laughs> this is a good point. I never thought of it that way, but you're you're 100% right. Um, yeah, so uh, shout out to Austin P. and all of you folks hanging out in Clarksville, Tennessee, looking for something to do on a Saturday night. What are you doing tonight? Oh, uh, Clarksville. Ah, fantastic. 
All right, let's move on to some entertainment here. Um, in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, what musician played Eddie? Meatloaf. Yes. My favorite. Oh, I love, love Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Meatloaf's the best. Is there a, a man with a better singing voice than Meatloaf? No. I mean, maybe Huey Lewis is there, but I mean, Meatloaf is, is, too, uh, is, is your uh, favorite creator. Paradise by the Dashboard Light? It's my favorite song. Right, period. So it's favorite obviously song your favorite ever. Meatloaf song. Yeah, yeah. But that album, forget it, man. Every song. Well, I mean, Bad Out of Hell. That, ah, you see, you stole my thunder because I was going to play you my I favorite listen, song. Okay, yeah. I probably listened to Bad Out of Hell more than I listened to Paradise by Dashboard Light, but Dashboard. Uh, yeah. My favorite song. He's also an avid fantasy football player. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yes. He's a huge fantasy football player, and uh, his it was such a son-in-law... Shame he, he just never followed his His son-in-law is the lead singer of, I think, Anthrax or something oh, like really? that. Yeah, his son-in-law is like a big-time rocker also. It's like, you imagine marrying Meatloaf's daughter? <laughs> Mrs. Loaf? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, he came out with this album, and then nothing for, what, till the early 90s? This is criminal, Nick. This is criminal. Paradise by the Dashboard Light is the number two all-time Meatloaf song played on Spotify. Yeah, it's the 1992, uh, uh, but I won't do that. <laughs> I will do anything for love. What is it? What is the that? He it's, never even it's says. It's unknown, yeah, it's, it's an unknown. But I won't do that. Like, what is this crazy woman asking him to do? I won't. I I actually think I know it. I know the answer. Let your mother move in with us. (laughs) (laughs) Here it is. Ready? I'm going to give you the answer here. Here it is. This is it. This is the answer. Okay, all reasonable requests. He's good. Here but it is. I won't go see Streisand. He's still in. I can do all that. Yes, but but here's what he won't do, Nick. Oh, he won't screw around. He won't screw around is the answer to that question. That is what Meatloaf won't do. Nobody even remembers that, but that's the end of it. She goes off on this whole thing of stuff he will do, and then she tells him, you're going to be a cheater. I know it. And he says, I won't do that. Wow. That's the song. You're going deep diving on lyrics lately. I don't know. Bringing up all those train lyrics. (laughs) Glad bags and the train <laughs> songwriting geniuses he and jewel need to get together and start oh, putting out gosh. some albums of uh jewel, song. please don't describe your, your breakfast, breakfast to me. <laughs> that's right woke up this morning my pants gone a little tight <laughs> brushed my teeth and i turned oh. off the bedroom lights i folded my laundry <laughs> <laughs> like, no one needs to hear that jewel but no. uh yeah, there you go uh so he won't do that we're in entertainment. You throw one back at me. I got okay. plenty plenty more here. All right. Let's see. I love when 
people were in stuff, mm-hmm. but I didn't know who they were. And then later you become a fan of a person and you yeah. don't even realize. You know, you know who's uh, a great example of that for me is Michael Shannon. You know, okay. Michael Shannon like, well, from so Boardwalk I, Empire. I know from Boardwalk Empire. But he was in uh, Groundhog Day. Right. And he had this like small little nothing role. But I remember the role. And then you see him and you're like, oh, my God. Oh my God. Yeah, so that's. But then he got famous from that. Now he's in tons of stuff. Tons he's like in Marvel movies. Oh now, yeah, right? he's because yeah, he's like the ultimate bad guy. He played like General Zod or yes. something, and yes. uh, that's, that's exactly who he looks like too. Yes, if I'm casting. I'm looking at that guy and being like, oh man. Well, it's funny you mentioned him as your. So this is my guy. That's the ultimate for this. Okay. Uh, who played uh, John Densmore, the drummer of the Doors in the movie The Doors? <sighs> no idea. Couldn't even. I know Val Kilmer was Jim Morrison. Yes, yes. So this is the second time he appeared in an Oliver Stone movie, this guy. And he became way famous later for a show that we loved. Mm, it's not coming to me. Kevin Dillon. Oh, no he way. He was in The Doors. He was the drummer. He was the drummer yes. in The Doors, yes. Kevin Dillon. Yeah, how awesome is that? Like, like, Johnny Drama. That's Johnny Drama playing drums in The Doors. Oh, that's fantastic. He's one of the most accessible celebrities you'll find. He, like, answers people on Twitter. Oh, he's one of my favorite TV characters of all time. His girlfriend's kind of hot, too. Who's his girlfriend? Just some random person who does nothing famous, like, 25 years younger than him. And, like, all of his Instagram pictures are just him with this smile. (laughs) Like, I'm Johnny Drama, and I still got a 25-year-old girlfriend. Yeah, I think my favorite... Uh, entourage moment was the uh, Viking Quest Viking <laughs> s- sequence. Yeah, when he was on the was young Jimmy Kimmel. Viking Quest is the great. Just the whole, everything they did for that character was just so freaking perfect. Yeah. Yo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Oliver yeah. Stone liked him enough after Platoon, he put him in. Yeah, uh, fair in enough. In the doors. How do you not want to hire Johnny Drama and his other famous brother? So uh, I got to go. It's funny that he is, is he I younger or older than Matt? Dillon? He's younger. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. That's interesting too. So he plays the older brother right. in the Entourage, but he's the younger brother to Matt Dillon, who's but he's still the second more... fiddle by far. Oh, I mean, yeah. Matt, Matt Dillon Matt is Dillon's a huge gotta... leading man versus. Uh... He's he's the kind of guy that. It, any moment in time, I think, could pop into a movie and probably win an Academy Award. Yeah, absolutely. I, wasn't he in a movie, um, that movie Crash? Yeah. And yeah, he was in Crash. Wasn't he nominated for an Academy Award for it? He played like he, a he racist been, cop or he, something yeah, like that. Yeah, he definitely played the racist cop, but I don't know if he was nominated or not. But, but, no, but he's just a guy that he like. He steal a movie. You know, yeah. Easily he, he, right. steal a movie. You also could be out of something for five years and then he pops in. You're like, oh, man. You know who used that. to be like that? Alec Baldwin. Yes. Where, like, five minutes of Alec Baldwin in a movie would be the best five minutes of uh, the movie. There's no question. But now Alec Baldwin just does it in every... Out, yeah, right? it's he's like just, he's, he's, he does it 15 it, times a year yeah, it's and, too much. and you're over it, but... Totally over it. Yeah, Tom Cruise has done a couple of cameos like that. Uh, I forgot he was in... Oh, you know what he was in that I really like? The Ben Stiller movie where he does the fake production, like, in, in like, Vietnam for, like, a movie... Uh, it's yeah, the one where Rob, Robert Downey Jr. was in blackface yes. for, for yes, the entire movie. You never go full retard, son. I don't know why I didn't like that movie. It was called uh, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. I don't remember liking Tropic Thunder. I know I saw it, but I don't remember liking it. I think it was you a little know, too goofy for me. Or it, had its, it had its moments. It's, it's so, it was sort of like the interview, you know, uh, just like one of those things that was supposed to be very satirical, but it just didn't, yeah. didn't carry the whole way through. And then when you try to... And it was like, add, like Tom Cruise trying to be to funny. He was, though. He was. He, his, he his was. One you're scene, right. That was the funniest scene in the movie. You're right. In the beginning I, of it. I just, 
I don't know. It wasn't doing it for me. Yeah, the movie was what it is. So, all right. Uh, let me ask you this one, Nick. Which Kardashian sister is the oldest? Kim, Courtney, or Chloe? Oh, this I know. Oh, <laughs> oh, this I know. <laughs> I'm well versed in the ages of all Kardashians. Uh, yeah, where, where, where do they rank one... in your order of which one you would uh, you would take? Oh, by far the the well. Uh, yeah, the the oldest one is the one I like the most. Yeah, that's the one I like the most yeah, too. Uh, she's the only one that seems even reasonably normal. Yeah, Courtney. Yes. Yes, Courtney. I think she's Courtney the cutest is my of all of favorite them. Uh, of the Kardashians. The the Disick uh, Scott Disicks. Uh, that guy's the greatest. Oh. <laughs> that guy is the greatest. He just doesn't care how bad he looks on camera. The stuff that that guy pulls. It's 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 gotten to absurd but, levels. But my all time favorite Kardashian character is that guy Scott. Does yeah, he's he's the best. He's he's classic. No, but I yeah, I would put that in that order. I I would actually probably would you put Chloe ahead of Kim or Kim ahead of Chloe? As far as hotness or personality, you gotta. Uh, here we go. F Mary Kill, Chloe Kim. Those three. And, yeah, those three. Oh, this is the easiest one F. I've Mary ever Kill done. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna F Kim. We'll marry Courtney. And sorry, sorry, Chloe, Chloe you're out. Yeah, I think I'm in the exact same uh, conversation. Yeah, no offense. I like I like uh, yeah, that was Chloe. Not, that was not. I'll be one. happy. No, it was. Uh, it was not. But we don't. We haven't done an F Mary kill, and <laughs> no. we made it through fifty episodes no, of this show. 50, so. 50 first episode, our first it, F Mary kill, Kardashian F Mary kill. So we'll, we'll remember to make a note of we that. Gotta we got to do one on of the, the Trump accusers, as they use quotes <laughs> around. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say Trump daughters. I thought that's the direction might, you were going. It could be a more be interesting tougher. one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But. Um, all right. Uh, released Four. May eighth, nineteen. Wait, uh, I just asked you like yeah, three got, in a row. I got you this, so, yeah. yeah, go ahead. What TV show is a spinoff of the Jerry Springer show? What TV show is a spinoff of the Jerry Springer show? Did you know there was a Jerry Springer show spinoff? Oh my god! And this is on television, like right now. Still? This is not like yeah. This is not something that's been like, on for a long spun time. Spun off in the nineties and doesn't exist anymore. This is. A current TV show that is... Is it Maury Povich? Nope. You're on the right track, though. It's a guy's name. Yeah, I know this guy, too. I could, I, I could actually picture him in my head, but I can't remember his name. Um, Do you remember on the Jerry Springer show? I'm not sure if you ever saw this or not, but there's like a guy they used to cheer for who would have to come out. No. And like regulate. Because like people are like getting in a fight. Yeah, I remember that. Jerry, this guy, Jerry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then this guy would have to come out, and Regulate. he was kind of like the bailiff if there was a okay. if there enough. was a judge. Right, right. Show now. What's his name? Steve Wilcox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the name I was picturing. So I was picturing that guy, but yeah, I didn't realize that he's still a thing. Yeah, he's got is his Jerry own still show. a thing? Does Jerry still have a show? You know, what's funny is I, I I I do think he does still have a show, even though you don't see anything about it. But I know for sure I, I checked out that Steve's show is still on. That's some staying power right there. Could you imagine? Who well, you could still get tickets for the Jerry Springer show, so that's my guess that there's still a Jerry Springer show. I know he hosts he's been, uh, The Price he's is Right. He's been doing this since tw- for Live. 26 years. Yeah. Yeah. 26 it's years. It's a syndicated talk show. Yeah, because still I mean, produced People today. used to watch it when we were in college. And that's 26 20 years. Ago. years. People have been, oh, my God, he's still on. Yeah. God bless Jerry Springer. I actually saw him host Price is Right. Okay, as I say, yeah, yeah. He, to he does City. that Atlantic City Price is Right thing. Yeah, he was good at it. It was fun. Now, he's awesome. 
like as a just a yeah, the guy who does, the guy who does our announcer uh, voice, Paul Kelly, who's a radio guy. Oh, he yeah. was sitting two rows in front of me, and I text messaged him. That's funny. and I was like, I the price story. is right, uh, price is wrong, Paul. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I remember you telling me. <laughs> and that he got now. up and turned like turned around and started looking around, and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> radio right. station guy got free tickets so if you remember this one this one uh, left a, a indelible impact on my childhood uh, what 1972 film directed by Ralph Barkshi was the first animated feature to receive an X rating in the United States witnessed by me in 1985 when I was 7 I think I only have one guess at this but I didn't realize it was rated X but it was rated X heavy metal nope it's called Fritz the Cat alright I should have got that. Yeah. I forgot about Fritz the Cat. Fritz the Cat. I never a pornographic saw pornographic cartoon. Yeah, n- never saw it, but I have heard of it. I uh, the sequence I remember vividly is Fritz bouncing on a uh trampoline and taking a uh Jesus, what animal was it uh from behind? And uh <laughs> yeah, they would like bounce up, he'd go from like from behind. Boom 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 boom. Uh fornication and uh oh, it was like a crow. It was like a big heavy weight, you know, heavy big-breasted black crow. Okay. And Fritz was uh taking her doggy style as they were bouncing on a trampoline. And I was like, this is eye-opening. Do you remember that animated thing Heavy Metal, that movie? Does no, that I ring don't. a bell? It doesn't. Remember being a kid and there would be like this Animated R-rated film that okay. everybody was a buzz about, and then I, I ended up, we finally got our hands on it, and it was I can't remember anything about it. it ah, was completely it's... unmemorable. But I do remember R-rated. I do remember seeing the Madonna uh, Playboy spread when I was a child, and she had underarm hair, and that was the first time I realized that women could have underarm hair. What? Yes. Did you say Madonna? Madonna. Yes, like 1985 or 84 or something. That she did. Seem like that was in fashion. At any she did a time. full uh, spread. It was black and white. I remember every single picture in this in this thing, and she had full on underarm hair. I remember the first time. I, I want to mention her, but one of your friends was over and raised her hand for some reason, and I got a full shot of. It. I was like, "Wow, whoa, holy moly!" <laughs> she just got real in you're, here. You're, <laughs> you're a dude. Well, it's funny. Man. Once you see under arm hair, hair on, on a, a woman, woman there's nothing you can think about other except than that. that. Yeah, and yeah. it'll it's never. Like it's, just, it's a. It'll it never. Absolutely not going to go away. No. That, uh, let's go back to a happier time. I'm going to leave you on this last <laughs> question for the Wizard Trivia Podcast, so that underarm hair on women Woo! isn't the last thing we leave you with for episode 51. We're promising a good show, and we give you underarm hair. Released on May 8th, 1970. What is the 12th and final original album by the legendary Beatles? Peace and love. Peace and right, so this is so love. this is so tricky, and I should have know I should know this by now. But there's an issue where one was recorded first, and the other was released first, and it's either Let It Be or Abbey Road. And I'm, you know, it's one of those things I've forgotten a hundred times. Which Stalagmites, one is which? Yeah, it's exactly what it you is. Got, you got one of. I mean, you mentioned the right one in there, so oh, it's one of the two. Sure, I, sure. I know. I just one was recorded first. And the other was released last. I'm pretty sure that the last one released, and when I say pretty sure, 52.5% <laughs> that it was Let It Be. It is Let It Be. Yeah. I hope we're let not it wrong be. in that. But We should uh, just remember, you know, Let It Be is a great ending. It is. So maybe I'll remember it now. Let It Be. That's a pretty good uh, set of uh, 12 right there, if you can name the 12 Beatles al- official Beatles albums that were released. 
Yeah, that's a great. That's a number ten. It's a good one. We never had that. I don't know. I don't know if we have or haven't, but I can guarantee you're going to see it soon. You know what I think I did? I think once I think I might have done something like name the ten that were released after sixty four or something like that. Maybe I did something like that, but yeah, yeah. If if we can't remember if we've had it, it might be time to do it again. Oh, there's there's no question. All right, so we brought you in on Tom Petty, folks. We're going to leave you on Tom Petty. Have a wonderful week. Episode 51 in the books of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. The year anniversary of this very podcast coming up next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. Movie stars party to mingle.